This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 528 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor, Susie Lemieux, her company, Alaire Homes. Susie, how you doing? I'm doing great this morning. How are you? Oh, doing terrific and uh, thrilled to have you. And I, I don't know, I just... I just love seeing new homes. I mean, that never gets old for me. So uh, I'm looking forward to you getting your story out there. And uh, I wish we could share a picture of, of some of the work you guys do, but you can explain just just as good, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to. <laughs> so let's start with Alaire Homes. Susie, tell us about the company. Okay. Uh, Alaire Homes is actually a custom home builder and remodeling company. We do premium custom homes and we are located throughout North America. Our company is actually uh, based, our corporate office is in Canada and we are across five provinces in Canada and 14 states in uh, across America. So we've got um, a reg our regional partner here, right here in Southwest Florida and our Sanibel office. And then we have um, a Bonita office, a Naples office, uh, Orlando, Tampa. So we're we're just on the verge of constantly expanding. It's been uh, quite the ride since I've joined the team. Wow, wow! It's um, I had no idea you guys cover a lot of ground. Jeez, we do. We're a, uh, even though we're a large builder across North America, every office is like a, it's, it's very small and mm -hmm. um, it's an intimate setting where you feel like you're working with your friends. Um, a lot of our clients do become our friends. So it's, it's a great atmosphere. It doesn't feel like you're working with a, a major corporation. Yeah. And I guess some of the resources, obviously, that you're able to tap into for your clients, I mean, just, just. From what little I know, let me let me just you know define my knowledge in the building industry. It's, it's zero, probably minus zero. But uh, you know, my my guess is that even things like custom plans and whatnot to be able to uh, you know look at an inventory potentially because I'm you know I, I guess I the way I always work. I, I've had a home built for me. It was always helpful to see kind of a template and say, hey, yeah, I like that, but something bigger here and, and, and more grandiose there and so forth. How does that process work? Well, we start that. It's kind of like our, our, we, we do our building in a couple of phases. So one of our phases is our planning phase. And even before that phase, it's kind of like we do a consultation with the client. Um, we like to be with them in the beginning when they are working with their architect and um, working with structural engineering. And it gives us an idea of like what their vision is. And also we want to know what their budget is because our architects can plan these beautiful homes and the client loves it, but it ends up being far exceeding the budget for the project. So it's great for us to be in it in the very beginning and kind of walk them through that whole process um, and let them and give them other additional ideas of what we've seen. Um, so we get the blueprints from the architect and we review those and you know, we kind of dig in with the client just to make sure they're really happy with where it's at before we get into our full phase of planning. Um, so it's yeah. it's really neat to see the 2D and build it into this beautiful, uh, tangible asset for the client. Right, right. Wow. How about your journey into the building world? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. 
Uh, I'd love to. Um, I love construction. My father was a carpenter my whole life, so he's always building things. Um, I saw him do a humongous addition to our home and just kind of being around the tools really gets your creativity flowing. Um, so I've always been in the aspect of any type of home improvement. Um, so when I got the opportunity to be a project manager for Allaire, it just seemed to be the right fit. And one of the things I absolutely love, like new construction is fun, but as you know, in Southwest Florida, there's not a lot of land left. <laughs> so we're either knocking down homes or we're doing mm. a complete gut job. And to be quite honest, remodeling is probably my favorite aspect of building, um, which I know a lot of people don't like because there's a lot of surprises along the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the old days. The wall looks fine until we go inside the wall and all of a sudden, yeah. Yes, I've, I've come across some interesting surprises. No two jobs are alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about when it comes to myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? Um, well, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is um, a lot of people think builders are kind of like out to get you. Um, we get a bad rap in our industry. Um, you know, as a builder, you've, you've heard of cases where people are taking 50% deposit and then disappearing or running into issues and not knowing how to resolve it and running away from the job. Um, that's something that, uh, you know, for myself and I know for, I can definitely speak for our company is our name is going on that end product. And we want to be proud of what we're delivering because what we do behind the scenes is kind of, it's your character, right? So we want to produce that as the end product too, knowing that the whole process is, is a beautiful process. It's the communication is probably the biggest thing with, with a layer. Um, we communicate with our clients almost on a daily basis. So you, you know what's happening through the, through the whole thing. And it's not, there's no secrets. We're full transparency. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine communication is huge. I mean, just in, in a market like we're, we're in, I mean, it, it's huge. Forget about what we're going through, I'm, I'm sure, with supplies and so forth. You know, talking to other guests and hearing about, you know, the six or eight month wait on certain things like windows and whatnot, but just keeping everyone's, I guess, expectations where they should be versus the unrealistic expectations. Correct. So, so, um, yeah. I think that's the one of the largest hurdles is keeping the client's expectations. So when you're communicating with them, whether I'm texting them, emailing or calling them on a, a weekly basis, um, sometimes two or three times a day, and they know that you're working on their project, you're into it. Um, and if you hit a road bump, it's kind of like, okay, this is what we came across today. These are our you know, our options for solutions. Um, so I just want to let you know that we're on it and I don't want you to be surprised if you drive by the job site or you see something else. This is how we're, you know, moving forward with with this option. Um, yeah. So just coming to the client with here's the issue, but here's our solution and them knowing that you're working on it and you're communicating what's happening versus trying to hide it. It really um allows for a great client uh, builder relationship and there's a lot yeah. of trust there yeah yeah good good stuff yeah i was involved in a uh, commercial project and uh i mean we met every week for about a half a day uh you know on a it was a hundred thousand square foot facility and but even smaller projects like homes i mean stuff ha stuff happens stuff comes up you know supplies and things like that so uh 
you know, it's it's one thing to say, yeah, we're going to stay in communication, but a whole nother thing if you don't have the system in place to really make sure and ensure that that communication happens because we all get busy, right? We do, we do. Uh, what I like, we have a client platform that the client can go onto. They can see the schedule, and I always make sure I tell my clients the schedule is fluid because we, you know, if something doesn't show up on time, uh, but they get to see the schedule when we order supplies. They yeah. get to see the budget and the if they add to it, how the budget changes. They get to see every every detail, and they have complete control of the cost. So if they want to add things, they can see live on their feed what's happening to their budget um, as they make changes. So it, it gives them total control of the budget, which is yeah. which is really nice. I, I think it kind of opens their eyes that, okay, well, I don't want to go without this type of entry door. I want that custom entry door. So I know I'm gonna have to save an extra $10,000 in another category because this is you know a no brainer. This is what I want. And they get to control that. And, and if they wanna, add to their budget they can or if they want to take away from one category and add to another they get to to see that those numbers move up and down and really decide what they want and it just it gives the end product like i'm so glad i made that decision like thank you for walking yeah. through it thank you for showing me how it's done um so there's a lot of appreciation in in our process too yeah. And that's your client control tool that you're referring to? That yes. Yeah. Is, our client yeah, control. Yeah. Um, it, it just, uh, it allows them, we, we have a lot of clients that live out of town, if not out of the country. Um, so on our platform are photos as well. So instead of just texting photos to clients or emailing photos, everything is in this platform and we upload photos daily so they can see the progress of their job site. We can also mm. have live cameras on the job site so they can actually see the building process happening um, while they're having lunch in Italy and they want to see yeah. the progress of their winter home. So there's uh, a lot of options for the clients to really entrust um, our process and uh, mm. communicate with us regularly. Right, right. Very, very cool. So how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Well, I have two young children, uh, a 10-year-old and almost 14-year-old. Um, so keeping up with them and their, their schooling, my daughter is a competitive cheerleader, so that schedule is pretty jam-packed mm -hmm. um, yeah. and requires a bit of traveling over the holidays, which is uh, fun, I guess you could say. It's pretty awesome, but I also take advantage of living in Southwest Florida. I like to go to the beach uh, on a regular basis. Paddleboarding is probably one of my favorite things to do on the water. So I'll take advantage of that um, whenever I can. And if I'm not paddleboarding and I just want to relax, I'll just lay on the beach and enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. The beach, you can do both and feel yes. great about it. <laughs> <laughs> so how about when it comes to a uh, hardship, Susie, looking back in life, a time that you were able to, to get through a rough spot uh, and you now look back and say, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Okay. Um, I've got a good one for that. So in the, I know it sounds really cliche, cliche but being in the, the building industry is not really women in construction. It, those two don't, aren't synonymous with each other. Um, and I, as I'm sure you know, so sometimes it works to my advantage, but a lot of times it doesn't. And I have to work a lot harder to prove myself yeah. um, because there are a lot of men that have been in the industry 20, 30 years. And, you know, I take advantage of trying to gain on their knowledge because a lot of our trades, our trade partners, like to share their knowledge. 
Um, but it's interesting when I go actually go on the job site and the crews on the job site just kind of their their facial expressions when they find out or figure out, I should say, that I'm in control of that project. So everything that happens on there goes through me um, from conception to completion. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> I do mm -hmm. like that. Um, our our office in Sanibel actually has three female PMs. So we're, we're expanding. I was the first one in our office and we've hired a few more. Um, and we're, you know, we're open to anybody that fits our high standards really to, to be a PM. And I think having, being in the military, I was in the military for four years and I was on an aircraft carrier. So living on an aircraft carrier for four years, you learn to have a thick skin. You learn to deal with, uh, multiple, uh, personalities, geographical areas, um, because the United States is huge and you put us all on one ship and we yeah. you really have to learn to, to work with people. And um, again, that's another job that's really associated with men when you think of being on a battleship. So yeah. I think that, you know, that was probably my biggest first hurdle is, is learning to have thick skin, <laughs> being in the service and then coming into the actual building industry. And again, working in a male dominated industry. Um, it's a huge learning curve, but I absolutely love it. And, and, I, and I love the expressions when people figure out that I'm the one working on that job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it must be fun to see some of the expressions you see on faces when they realize that, yeah, you're the project manager and yeah, it, it's and interesting. Wow. A lot of times they think I'm either the home, like I'm yeah. the homeowner on the job site um, yeah. or the designer. And um, when their boss, when I'm doing a walkthrough with their boss on the job site and their boss tells them, this is your boss here. And the, and they're, the confused look on their face is, is funny, but I, I do get a <laughs> kick out of it. So it's, it's fun. I, I can't, I can't complain yeah. really. It's a, yeah. it's just a great job. I love what I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Alara Homes? What would that be? Um, even though we're a franchise builder, uh, we and we're you know we do high end. You not anybody can join and, and buy into the franchise of Alara. Alara actually scouts builders across the United States and Canada to find um, somebody that meets the quality and. Um, you know, our, our ethics are the same. Our vision is the same. And we get to, we get to go off of everybody's knowledge. So the entire, we have this entire North America, all of our partners, we can call any one of our offices um, and say, Hey, I'm running into this issue. Have you run into this before? Mm. You know, how did you resolve it? So you've got all these minds working together and collaborating together um, just to make a beautiful end product. And we're all on the same page. I kind of like to say it, it's, it's a little bit like a fraternity um, and your partners throughout all of our offices, they really do become your friends. Um, and so even though we are a large company, we're still growing. When you work with us, it's literally like it's working with your neighbor. As a matter of fact, I'm working, just finishing a house right now that is across the street from our regional partner. So we literally are working with our neighbors. Um, wow. our, our kids go to the same schools. Um, so we see them in the parent pickup line. Um, and, you know, I see them at the grocery store when I'm dining in a restaurant. And it's always a good experience because they enjoyed working with us or enjoying working with us. So just being able to have that friendly hello and having that neighborhood fill is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? 
Well, you can go directly onto our website if you want, Alaire Homes, and then you can choose your state, which is Florida, and it will direct you to our local offices that are close to you. Um, you can call me directly if you have questions. I'm happy to answer any questions for anyone. Um, so call me directly. My number is 239-258-1181. And if I can't help you out, I will put you in touch with somebody that can to answer your questions, um, whether it's you wanting to build a home, remodel a home, or looking to join our franchise. I'm happy to help out. Well, terrific. Well, Susie, one, thank you for your service. And two, thank you for uh, being a part of the show and uh, all you're doing uh, to beautify Southwest Florida. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wish you the best. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.